0: 14 lines in the bottom by the new Mishnah. Till now, we were talking about having walls between two chatseras that split and separated two chatseras, and in order to connect them, we had to have some sort of doorway or opening between them. And now the Mishnah will talk about instead of having a wall, you're having a ditch that's between two chatseras, which is 10 tevachem deep and 4 tevachem wide. Then they're considered completely separated, and therefore, the only way to make an air is each individual chutzah makes their own air, but they cannot join in one ayur afilu kash oitavin and even if that ditch is filled up with straw or stubble the din would be the same that's considered bottle. it's not considered like it's always going to be there we're going to actually take it out at some point and use it and therefore you can't consider that it's filled up however malikash oitavin if it's filled up with dirt or with pebbles ma arvin then it's considered like it's joined together and then you could join them in one air the ma'av time, and you cannot join them in two separate because now it's considered one area since it's open completely to each other there's no wall separating them therefore it's now considered one area and they have no choice they have to all join in one joint area of now Rashi says why does it have to be that there's a width of four t'vachim between the two chatseris that has a hole Rashi says t'vachim b'khan But we wall before we said that there's no thickness to the wall as long as there's a separation there's a separation but the the din is that has to have Fort Falcon because otherwise it would be too easy to jump from one area to the other and they would not be considered separated. They would not be considered two separate chatsaris. And Tysus points out that when we talk about Kash or Tevin, generally we say those things are Muksa, and therefore Lachari. Of course, you can't take them out on Shabbos, so Lachari they should be bottle, and it should be considered like it's one area. And Tysus says that we're talking about cash for Tevin, Hanitol and Shabbos? we're talking about Kash and Tevin, which were not Mukzah. The mission continues, and instead of filling in this ditch, what they did was Nus and Nessa, they made some sort of a board or a bridge which was four wide, and they place it over and therefore you could have a connection between the two chatzes or in a similar situation where you had two balconies that were on a side of Yachid and they were overhanging Roshish rabim. but between the houses that the balconies were attached to there was no connection between those two houses and they can't make an area with each other however if you take a board and you place it between the two balconies to create some sort of a bridge, then now you can walk, from example, Ruben's house to Shimon's house, then the Mishnah says, in both cases, in this case, where you had a bridge between the two chatseris that had a hole in between this ditch that was a very wide and deep hole, or you had the case of the two balconies, and you made a board between the two balconies to connect them, then the actual two chatseris or the two houses have a choice, either to consider themselves as one and therefore make one area, or they can still consider themselves as two different areas, and each can. To make their own separate Erev. If the bridge is less than four and wide, then since it's not easily accessible, therefore they're considered like two separate areas and they only can make two separate Erev but they're not considered combined and they can't make one Erev, they're definitely considered two separate distinct areas. Now Mishnah said if you have a hole, even if you're filled with Kash or Tevin, it's not considered filled. In fact, Tevin L'Chai is not considered filled when you place Tevin in an area but now we have a Mishnah that says if you have a haystack between two then it's considered two separate distinct areas it's considered a proper wall and the chatziers have to make two separate areas they're not considered one area but we just said that heaven is not considered chashim enough it's something that you can remove and if it's something you going to be removed you can then how can you consider it an actual wall that there's a difference between a wall and the chatzitsa. But again, wall, as long as something is physically standing as actually wall at this moment, that's considered wall. As we know, the Gemara and Tesavallim and spoke about different items like they were khalim of a behema. For example, saddles that once they were standing somewhere, even though they were going to be removed, as long as they were standing there, they were still considered mechitzas at that moment. But in order to close up a ditch and consider that it's completely closed up, then it has to be something that's considered like it's dirt and like it's the ground and that has to be done only in something where you bought the like says, only if you say, I'm never going to take it away from there, then it's bottled. But if you didn't say that, and you just left it there without any kavanah, and you still may take it away from there, then it's not considered bottle, and that's what our Mishnah was referring to. Now the Mishnah continued to say, If you fill up this ditch with dirt or with pebbles, then you consider that the ditch is completely filled up, and therefore it becomes like one large chutzah, and you have to make one air between the two chatzahs, and you can't make separate air. And the Gemara now points out about that this case of the Mishnah is even going when he didn't have any Kabbalah, he didn't specifically abandon it, and he didn't say, I have no intention to remove this Ufo or these stones. And we still say in the case of Malay Ufo or that when and we consider it that it's completely filled. Now, how do we know that we're talking even Bistama? Because we just saw that the case of our Mishnah discussing filling a ditch with straw was when it was dafka left there without specifically abandoning it. That's why the ditch is not considered it as being filled as we have a strong tzad that the straw will not remain in there and it will be removed to use as Michael behemoth The Lacharid Mishnah is contrasting that to the case of filling the ditch with dirt or pebbles and we consider the ditch completely filled even when the earth or pebbles were left there by stoma and even so we consider the ditch to be filled and the two chatzers are now considered joined together. In the Gemara asks now for a Mishnah in all But now we have a Mishnah that says and the Mishnah, that the Mishnah is and we turn to in Tessim and Aleph, Loi bit loy. So we have a Mishnah, when you have a mace in an oil, anything in the entire house is tame and becomes an avatumah. But anything above the roof of this oil is not tame, as the tumah doesn't break through the roof. But that is only if there is airspace of a tefach in the oil. But if there is no airspace in oil, then the tumah will break through the roof and be metamay things that are above the roof. And the Mishnah says over there, if the bias was filled with straw, dirt, or stones, and you specifically will mevatel the dirt or stones, then it's bottle and the tumah will be bakas over the oil and go abu but it's mashma. if you place the stones near bistamah then we would not consider it bottle as we are unsure if your intent is to remove them or not which is not like a mishnah because our mishnah said that even bistamah by offense rarest they're considered bottle our rabhuna explains mantana oil is rabbiesi that the mishnah in always is going specifically rabbiesi and our mishnah is going like a different mandala. now really as rashi and tayser both point out rabiasi has nothing to do with the gemara in always just rabhuna understood that there was a rabbiesi that said Something about this, and therefore he thought that he could make a difference between the Gemara in always and our Mishnah, and say the Mishnah in always is Rabbi Yaisi, and our Mishnah is a different Tana. However, the Gemara says, if you're right, that Mishnah is always is Rabbi Yosi. If Chashim in Rabbi Yaisi seems more like our Mishnah the Tana because we have a bray that says, the a din of oil and mace, and what is considered bottle within the bias." Rabbi, Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, "Tevin ve'in If you have straw and it's something which you know that he will not remove from there, harayu Kustam of a bottle. That is like a case where you have offer that was placed in stomach, and you're not sure what his intent is, and therefore it's bottle offer. However, if you have dirt or stones, and you have kavona, that you will remove it. Then bottle. The only time a B.A.C. holds that offer is like stam teven, and it's not bottle, is only when you have kavona that you will remove it. But if you didn't have any kavona, then actually we say that it is bottle because it's something which is dirt. You generally don't use dirt. However, teven, for example, is my and that's something much. More common to remove, and that's why we say you have to have specific kavana in order to make it that it's going to stay there. Otherwise, we consider that's going to be removed, which is almost exactly like a mishnah. The Gemara actually responds that way. You're right that there was one time that was Rabbiasi, and there was one time that was not Rabbeisi. But you wanted to say Rabbeisi was actually the of Alois and our Mishnah is a different Tanah. No, it's the opposite. Rabbeisi is the Tan of our Mishnah and Ervin, and the Tan of the Mishnah Olays is a different Mandam and that's why there's no stirah. That you can't bring me a kasha from the case of always, which is talking about tumma to the din of Shabbos. By Shabbos, it's based on a very specific isoid. If we're talking about Tevin, over there we said since it's Meichabema, it's something you may use on Shabbos. So we'll say that mistoma, the person might take it out, and therefore you have to run specifically that you're going to leave it there. But offer or rocks, that's something that's not Nithuba Shabbos, it's something which is mukso, and therefore, of course, Mistumma, that's something not going to move on Shabbos. Shabbos because it's muksa, just like a wallet for example even if it has money in it and it's very chashiv, a person is mevatlet over there when it's regarding Shabbos because it's din of muxa. and that's why you can't ask me a question from the Mishnah and always you're asking me a question from a house and din of a charitz where there's a ditch in our Mishnah over there it makes sense that a person puts dirt in a charitz and of course he wants to leave it there therefore the stomach is that a person is going to definitely leave the dirt in this space because why else would he have the dirt there however al- a house is something a house is something where you place dirt and you leave it there of course a person just leaves it there maybe to store but afterwards he wants to remove it because a house is not made generally to store dirt in and therefore over there. that's why we say some is that it's not considered filled up it's considered like you're eventually going to take it out and that's why the tumba is not in that case unless you have specifically to leave it in the bias the mission continued if you had a ditch and you placed a board to make a bridge that was four tefakhim wide, then the chatseris now could have a choice. Either they consider themselves as one chatser and therefore they could make one air, or they could consider themselves as two chatseris and they could still make two ervin. So Amurub says, we talk about a board that you place to its width as a bridge across the ditch and therefore you could actually walk across. But if you take this board and you place it to the length of the ditch and you now have a four Tafach board that's to the length and just a little bit of a piece that's there and you put it on top, like Rashi says, on top of pegs in order to support it on its edge, then you don't need anything more because now it acts like a Pesach and now it makes this area where we had a width of four tvechum, and that was before, like Rashi explained, that the reason why it was an issue was because you can't jump over an area that's four tvechum, and that's why we consider these two areas as separated, but now that you have that space and in that four tefach area the ditch isn't actually four wide, therefore it's likely have a Pesach over there that reaches to the other side, and once you have a spot where you could actually access the other side, and it's much easier because it's less than four Tvachim, We now give you two the choice to decide to be either like one chatz and make one air, or they could still consider themselves as two and make two erben. The Gemara continues, we had another case. If you had two balconies or porches that are precisely across from each other, Amurava, Ahmed. In our Mishnah, when we said the case of the two balconies, is Zo in, only when they're exactly, precisely across from each other. In that scenario the Mishnah said that you could take a board that's for and you could combine the two areas. However, that if you have the two areas that are not connected to each other, or one is above the other one, so therefore they're not completely on the same level so that is that you wouldn't be able to go and connect them, even if you put a board there because it would be very difficult to walk between the two balconies, and it would be a bit difficult, and therefore you can consider them as as one chutzah. In addition, this did that we just said, we only said this if the between the two balconies there's actually three tvaka between them. Then, if there's not three tvaka between them, it's much easier to cross between one balcony to other, and therefore, if it's not exactly on the same precise level, that would still be good enough because you have a board that you could walk on and it's not so difficult to walk on it. We continue with the mission. If you have a history, that's between two chatzeres which is ten t'vachim high then you can make two Erev and they're considered two separate chatzeres and you cannot make one Erev they're considered segregated and separated because you have a wall that's ten t'vachim even though it's only a haystack and it seems like something which is not really something that's going to be mekuyum there in addition Mishnah says each side could go and have the animals go and eat from the straw from this haystack and there is not a problem Rashi says well it may be the problem if you let the animals go eat there potentially they can eat enough that it will actually lower the height of this wall made of hay and now the two would be considered one rishus, and it would ask the both of the chaseris. but Rashi explains that this can only become also and considered one chaser. if the behemoth will create a ten armor breach as up to ten it's considered a Pesach and not a breach and we don't have xeris since behemoth generally won't eat so much during one Shabbos. And the Mishnah says one more din If before Shabbos the height of the straw wall was reduced and is now lower than 10 Tfachim either under the entire width of the chutzah, if the chutzah is less than 10 Amas wide or if there's a 10 Amas wide section of the haystack that becomes lower then the din is that they become like one chutzah, and therefore you're only allowed to make an Erev if you join together but if you don't join together you cannot make two separate Ereven Now our Gemara starts our Mishnah just said that you could take the behemoth of each individual chutzah, and they can eat from this haystack even on Shabbos. And we're not worried that maybe the animals will eat so much on one Shabbos that they'll be memayoth the whole haystack fence. And now it won't be a fence anymore. And therefore it'll actually have a din that they have to be ma'arav together as one chutzah. and since they didn't make that air the people in the chutzah may come to carry on Shabbos. We're not worried about that. However, take But we are worried that the people themselves can't go take any of the food from the haystack and move it into baskets in order to give it to the behamas. In that case, Rashi says either one of two reasons. Either Rashi's worried, when a person's taking, he'll take a lot, or, and he will actually make it lower than 10 to come and then will come actually to carry in the chutz at this point. And the Lishnacher, Rashi says, that since yesterday he made it made into haystack, therefore the Kavanah was that this should be a mechitzah and not as mechel behemoth. And therefore, an Adam can't go and take this mychabehemah because it's actually mukzah. And the Gemara says, "V'loch be'shari." It's mashmara of Rav, Rav would say you can't do beidayim, but you could take the behemah, lead the behemah, beidayim to the haystack and give him something to eat. But Rav Huna himself said, "Ma'amin Adam spental agav isom b'shavas." For a ma'amin Adam spental agav is muktzah b'shavas. That there's a din that a place a person could take his behemah and lead the behemah to go and eat grass that's mechuba on Shabbos, and you're not worried that the person is actually going to go and rip the grass out. You die him because it's a derisa, a person who's careful on a derisa. However, we're careful that you can't take a behema and leave the behema to go to do something that's muxo on Shabbos because you may come to do muksa. And over here, in this case, we should also be worried that if the person is gonna lead the behema there, it may come to the point where will go carry on Shabbos, which is gonna be us And in our case, it's also what it's said to Rabba, So how could Raphuna say that you'll let a place the behema actually at the haystack itself? And the Gemara answers the Over here, Rabuna agrees that you now take a and he now either lead the behemoth to the haystack itself. What Raphuna meant to say is that you're allowed to go in front of the animal and make sure that the animal goes in that direction without actually pulling the behemoth or leading it. daim. that would be allowed. Like Rashi says, since you're not doing something daim, In this case, we don't have a problem, even though it may come to the person doing it. in this case, the We said that the Rapunem Holds you can't place the actual tavern into the basket. We have a price that says This price is referring to a case where there's two chatzers and in between the two chatzers there are three sheds picture A, B, and C. And in the middle shed, shed B, it was actually filled up with straw. Then the din is that since it segregates between the two chatzers, therefore you have to make two separate areas. And there's one area for chatz A and another area for chatz B, but you can't make one air because it's separated from each other. Then However, the din is that even though that considered separate, and the middle one is this middle area of no man's land, we're still allowed to each take from the haystack that's in the middle shed, and we're allowed to give it to our behemoths Now, over here, we're not goyzer. That lecher, maybe you'll take too much, and you'll knock down the amount of the ten tefach area of this haystack, and now it'll become a one chutzah, and someone will go and carry in this that's That could be the question on Rav Huna, and the brayzer continues. To him. If it happens that the actual straw or this haystack becomes smaller than ten tefachim, then both areas are going to be also because now they become like one chatzah and they need an air. But I so what you do if you want at least one of these houses or one of these huts to be able to use this area for the Shabbos? Noel is based on vatal shusai. Then, for example, shed A could say, "I'm not going to use my shed anymore for the Shabbos." He closes it up and he's battle his to the other side to shed C, for example, and then who also He'll be us to use this area at all, but his friend will still be Mutter to use this area. And the Brazy continues, just like we just said, this didn't is the same thing would apply. If you have a wide pit of straw that's between the two t'chum so for example, there's two areas that their Tchumishabis get to the same spot, and in that area, there's a bunch of straw in that area that both areas could get to. You say that they're both allowed to take from that area, and you don't say that maybe they're gonna go and take from the area that's actually. Outside of that chum But funny meas, we learned that the price is a technical business vehicle, Zen bus of vehicle. So look as we said before, it's a kasha and The more answers, I'm re bias, keepin' ikro, ki micras minkerle ha khalay milsa. There's a very big difference between the Bryce and the case of Rapuna. Our case was talking about a case where it is just two chatters, and therefore you're never gonna realize that the actual haystack is getting to the point that's less than 10 Fakim. So therefore we made a Xero. However, in a house where there's a roof, and everyone could see the difference and the distance between between the stack and the roof people will realize it's getting too low and they'll be much more careful to make sure they don't take too much out and make this into one area for this Shabbos and that's why we said it's mutter to even go feed the behemoth be and the Gemara continues to explain that brysa we said in the brysa that if the tavern gets less than 10 tfachim then both areas are asar haasar but if it remains above 10 tfachim it's going to always be mutter and it's even be mutter even though it's in this hut or this shed where there's a roof or a ceiling on top of it and this wall of hay, even though it's 10 fucking tall, it doesn't reach to the actual roof or to the ceiling. It's not attached to the ceiling. You (laughs) should see from here that there's a din that a mechitza that doesn't reach the roof or the ceiling is still considered a valid mechitza. And we know that that's a machoikis that we had before. So Over here we're talking about a very specific case where the hut or the shed itself was actually less than 13 t'vachim and the wall that was made out of straw was 10 t'vachim high and therefore based on the din of love it's considered like it's attached to the ceiling and that's why it would work. Rav Huna turn to in and Rav Huna says that we could be talking about a shed that was 10 t'vachim high but the straw wall was 7 and a little bit and therefore based on the concept of love again the din would be that it's considered like it's attached to the ceiling and it's considered like you have a wall of 10 t'vachim. High. it makes sense because the has said that if it's less than Asara then there's a problem but it says less than Asara because the actual straw wall was 10 My what does it mean when it was said it was less than 10 tfakum? it was always less than 10 tfakum, like we just explained it was 7 and a little bit and the Gemara answers what it meant to the Brysons was that the haystack would reduce from halachic status of 10 tfachem, because originally when it was 7 and a little bit then it had a Lachic status of 10 because based on love it, it reached the actual ceiling but now that it gets lowered than 7 and a little bit then there's no possibility for it to reach the ceiling and therefore it's now not considered Mechitza at all and both of these huts that are the outside huts for each of the chatseris would be Asa on each other as we explained so the Gemara continues Shnei Nasir we said that both of these huts would be Asa if this wall of the haystack would become smaller than 10 tfachem it comes out from here that since originally they could carry there and now it changes the status on Shabbos we had a machlechus before if you could change the status of something on Shabbos or not and we had one sign in the Gemara that Shabbos once it's mutter to carry there you could carry there the entire Shabbos and the Gemara answers <laughs> the way we're going to the price is that the wall became smaller before Shabbos it was actually usher from Friday but it didn't become usher on Shabbos on Shabbos <laughs> We said in a way for one of these to give over their rights to the other chut to the other hut is that they close up and they lock up their access to the house or to the hut, and then the mivatul just also to the other party. Fred attacking. why do you have to do both? And the Gemara responds, you don't have to do both. Either you can lock yourself out of the house, and therefore, and as Rashi says, the goal to the by locking yourself out of the house, you're actually that you're removing yourself from here, and that is actually your bittul. Or you can specifically be by the same, another types of you really need both. also The problem is not for the other person to be able to carry. Of course, just by being mevatel, you're giving that person all the rights, and therefore that person could actually carry in this area. However, for you yourself, by the fact that you always used to use your house, and now Reuven was his own chotza and his own house to Shimon, we are worried that Reuven may forget and actually carry from his own house into that area. And of course, that's going to be also because he's also to carry in this area he was in his rights over here and therefore we make a in order to make sure that Reuven doesn't carry here we say lock up your house and make sure you have no access here Rashi says and is actually for every time we ever spoke about the din of that the person who does Bittl has to actually lock himself out of this area and he can't have access to this area and just to know Tysus actually argues on that point of Rashi and makes a hill between our case and a standard case of Bittl is, Who also we said and in the case where Reuven did bittol to Shimon, then Shimon is going to be mutar to carry there, but Reuven will not be mutar to carry there. gemara pshita, of course, that's the din. The gemara says After Reuven gave over the rights to Shimon and Shimon did whatever he had to do, now Shimon wants to go battle his rights to Reuven, so Reuven will be able to carry there. one that would not be able to be done, as we had on the gemara There was a shaila from or This gemara is going. Aim about the that Reuven, once he gives up his rights, he can't take it back cause then it looks like a huku and the Bryce had another case. He had an area where it was hay between the two Shabbos right in the center. And we were not worried that maybe the person from one area will go and take some area of the Tevin that's within the other Tchum and go and be over on the dinner of Trum Shabbos. If we said that that's the Din of Ero the same Din would apply. The Gemara says that over here we did in this Bryce according to Rabbi Kiva, the Rabbi since you might think that here we should make Maybe the person will go out of the and go take some of the heaven from the other side of the area. Even though it's the raisa, we still don't make such a xera, even for Rabbi and we'll stop over here.